What's up, slut? <laughs> oh boy, uh, I you know I, I he said that line in the show, and I was like, I don't know how I'd be able to take that if somebody said that to me, and you just said it to me, so I, I'm 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 kind of stunned. I don't know what to say. Uh, do I say it back? I don't know. I don't know. How are I, I you, don't. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm not a fan of calling people sluts or. Like you know, stuff. My bitches. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Not even kidding. I don't yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. Don't like the name Colin. I wish it yeah, was British. It's so I could weird. pull off the C word, you know, and it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I can't do that here. Anyway, uh, I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. Yay. Season five finale. Yes. I'm going to blow through these last three episodes. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Um,. Well, we get to the final season. Yeah, because I'm I'm anxious. I'm anxious to see how this goes. Because uh, yeah, it's, it's a it was a very familiar finale, but also, you know, it almost seemed to kind of reset some things. Back to very familiar, as in we've done this before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dawson suddenly realizes he wants Joey <laughs> again. Um, but anyway, uh, we should start off with uh, After Hours, which was uh, one of the big writers of Dawson's Creek, at least one of the guys in the writing's, writing room since uh, season three, um, Jeffrey Stepikoff, who... Terrible episode, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> his vital episode. Because <laughs> I looked him up. I, looked him, I was like, who wrote this terrible episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need to worry about him anymore. <laughs> no, um... And I, I did look him up uh, to see what he's been up to, and he kind of I think looks like he took a little bit bit of a break from the Hollywood scene. He wrote a book, which I published some excerpts from in our Facebook group called Billion Dollar Kiss: The Kiss That Saved Dawson's Creek and Other Adventures in TV Writing. Um, but then he resurfaced in 2015 to briefly uh, work on the show uh, Chasing Life until I guess that got canceled. So it's like an ABC Family show. Mm-hmm. But I guess he's like a teacher, a university teacher in Georgia. So that's what he's that's what he's up to, or at least hmm. what he was up to. Uh, we also lose John Kasdan this season too. Um, but uh, more on him later. Anyway, um, oh, gosh, where do we start? What character should we start with? Oh, okay. So after <laughs> hours, that was a big. It was like an overnight thing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. As we were getting to the end of the episode, I was like, oh, I see. After Hours, All Night. At least I could figure out what that title meant. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that it was not a – there was like the jokes were not funny. Mm-hmm. The little funny parts were not funny. And uh, so let's see. What happens? Is this where – Well, I mean, okay. So, so – Pacey is wondering what to do. Amy, Amy, there's lots of A words. Alex, Alex. Uh, Yeah, Amy. Amy is the movie critic. Alex is the is uh, uh, Sherilyn Fenn, and Audrey is Busy Phillips. Okay, so Alex uh, kissed Pacey, and now Pacey's wondering what to do. Should I tell Audrey? Um, Let's see. Now think a minute. You're on a TV drama. <laughs> you can't just keep a secret and have it go away. It's it's going to come out eventually. 
Duh. You know, if you, if you respect this woman at all, you need to tell her that someone kissed you. Even though it's not your fault at all, you still need to tell her what happened. Because, as we see, it's even worse when it comes out, uh, when she finds out another way. Which was just basically Audrey, uh, 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 Alex showing up at Pacey's apartment because she wants to possibly rent the same place. Because it's Brecker's old place. And, uh, and... And at 2 o'clock in the morning, Alex is here to, uh, I think, uh, check out the apartment, but also, you know, drink a lot of wine and put the moves on Pacey. But then Audrey shows up right when she's talking about um, how they... How she had kissed him. Yeah, they kissed... Yeah. And then Audrey hits the roof. Okay, because Audrey had been in the library with Joey. Joey's trying to study and catch back up on <laughs> class because she has been in a pup tent with a guy. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's more than that's happened, but yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, they were also in Miami. Everybody else was um, uh, playing around, but yeah. Anyway, um... So it was Miami that they were in? It wasn't like Fort Lauderdale? No, I think it was Miami. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to say the one last thing about Alex in this episode is that during the ensuing argument outside with Pacey and Audrey, uh, Pacey uh, says to Audrey as a means of justification that he was actually worried about embarrassing Alex by telling Audrey what happened. Like, because it was such like a mistake that Alex did it, and he didn't want to embarrass Alex. What a moron! Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, I mean, Pacey. I, I don't want to like uh, totally forgive anything Pacey's done, but I'll, I want to call her Audrey, not Audrey, but uh, <laughs> not Audrey Horn, but uh, but Alex. Alex. Like every time he Pacey, every time Pacey would turn, uh, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? Every time Pacey would, uh, let me get my thoughts together here. <laughs> she would, she would uh, pursue him. He would. Uh, what am I trying to say? Oh my gosh, my brain has shut down. <laughs> it's okay. We can take a moment and listen to my children talking to their mother and pleading with them in the background. Anyway, <laughs> Alex was not, I mean, like, at one point, and I don't know, I might be getting all these episodes mixed up, but That's okay. Alex and Pacey were going to go for it at one time. Yeah, after that's at the end of this episode, yeah. Okay, after Audrey had broken up with Pacey, yeah. Pacey was like, okay, well, might as well do it now. Yep, yep, and they start right. to kiss, and then Alex is like, oh, yeah, let's stop. We can't. We, just because we can, we, we, it, would, uh, it would be inappropriate. Inappropriate, yes. Like, you're just now deciding right now that this is inappropriate. She's evil. She is evil, and we, she, she leans into, the, into her evil in the next episode, too. Uh, yeah, she just plays mind games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we should also talk about uh, the lovely Meredith Salinger is back as Amy, another A name, the movie critic, uh, who uh, Dawson kind of goes out to a movie with, and like he meets her after seeing a movie, and uh, they end up kind of shagging up and talking about uh, movies. 
there's one fun bit of trivia in here. Uh, Amy asked Dawson if she wanted to go see Storytelling. Um, yeah. Have you seen that movie? No. Todd Salons. Uh, and, oh, it's a Todd's. Okay. Yeah, and Dawson has has no interest in seeing that movie, and there's a reason why. <laughs> Uh, James Vanderbeek was actually one of the stars of the movie storytelling until uh, the last minute where Todd Salons cut out every one of his scenes and just, you know, to kind of uh, condense the movie. Huh. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure uh, uh, James was a, a little bitter about that and really enjoyed saying, no, I have no interest in seeing storytelling. Wow. Yeah. So we uh, we also see that uh, we lean into the the bit of the stereotype where all movie critics are failed film- filmmakers. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Dawson gives her the, you know, you can do it. Thumbs up. Give it another shot, and she's like, eh, I don't know, it's not my world. And and she then of course the thing that Dawson always does, he gets intimate with a woman, and in the afterglow, he sits and talks about Joey Potter. <laughs> 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 oh, classic Dawson. <laughs> so I definitely uh, want to mention that after Dawson uh, leaves her doorway, uh, we all wave goodbyes to uh, Meredith Salinger. She's she's gone for good. Good, good riddance. <laughs> oh, you didn't like Meredith Salinger? I mean, I just it was just not much there. It's Natty Gan. Anyway. <laughs> What? Who's Natty Watch the Journey of Natty Gann. It's a it's a lovely movie. It's a family movie. Okay. Oh, I can sense your enthusiasm. <laughs> what movie did she give? She gave him um, some Woody Allen movie to watch, like Woody Allen's first movie. Oh, uh, what's up, Tiger Lily? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that one. Me either. I never seen Sex Lies and Videotape. I saw it back in the day. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we should talk a little bit about uh, Jack. Um, Jack, this this fraternity storyline. I have uh, no interest. No interest in Jack's story right now. Again, again it's the weirdest story, frat storyline ever. Like you think we're going to do a story where this kid joins a frat, and it's going to last all season long, and it's just a proves again and again to be just the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> like, not even... I mean, I guess kudos for not, you know, being stereotypically like... Uh, I mean, he does get into the alcohol a bit and ignore his studies, but they don't really lean on that too much. He's not going to AA at the end of the season. He's not, like, cramming for the big test. I mean, well, um, and the point of... It's not uh, that it's a... Um uh, good God, I can't think of words right now. It's not a uh, cautionary tale about binge drinking in a fraternity. Right. It's um, it's weird. He was in this fraternity and he knew it was a mistake, but he did it anyway. And they did end up giving him a hard time, even though they said they wouldn't. But it wasn't for the reasons that you would think yeah. typically, like, 
like because he's gay. No, it's not because he's gay. And the only person that gave him trouble because he is gay was what I'm assuming is the 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 end of the story, the the where the story was going to with the the whole Eric thing, where Eric was is actually secretly gay. Or yeah, because like yeah, at, in the end he said yeah he's uh, he went home to try to come out to his parents, but yeah. it didn't work out. Yeah, like what? When did the, we miss something here? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, Eric does show up at the end of this episode, I believe, and need to help Jack because that's, a, again, the weirdest frat plot line ever. Jack goes to the fraternity to see if people can help him with his tests <laughs> and have access to some old notes and test files. And, you know, we think about how hard it might have been for Jack to go back and ask. But, again, these guys are like – Pretty decent guys. Yeah, they're nice. For they're like, the most hey, part. sorry, you're not in the fraternity. You quit, so we can't give you these. Yeah, we give you We're that. not bad guys. We're just that's just the way it is. The only one who's bitter is Blossom, who you know seems to be seems to be the villain of this whole thing. Even though he was pretty nice most of the season, except for the whole. Uh, we got you into this fraternity because you were going to help us have a better image because we're going to have a gay brother in the fraternity. But then again, he almost pretty much told him that right up front. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, it's like there's no uh, conflict. Mm. It's like, where's the conflict? The only conflict was that time that the, the, the fraternity brother who is actually gay accused Jack of trying to kiss him when he didn't, and it was. I know, and imagine like, like, like a, a drama these days might have had like Jack like beaten by a few people, you know? Yeah. Or like, you know, pillowcase over his head. He has no idea who's beating him up or whatever. It yeah, it's horrible. like this story has is it has like no teeth or no edge. Yeah. Like. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll say goodbye to John Driscoll right now. He was uh, cast as Blossom after a guest spot on Young Americans. And according to his IMDb uh, bio, uh, he goes on from this show to be a waiter at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Factory in Times Square. Uh, <laughs> before he's cast again to play Coop Bradshaw on Guiding Light for five years and then Philip Chancellor the Fourth on Young and the Restless for three years. So... He used those yeah. for the soaps. Yeah, my cousins visited New York and ate at Bubba Gump Seafood. Why? That's crazy. <laughs> You're in New York City and you eat at Bubba Gump. Oh, my God. It's the, it's wasted on you. The culture is wasted on you. <laughs> um, but, you know, I love that movie, right? That's why we go eat the shrimp there. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Um, bah, 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 bah. We have this cute little moment that I mean, at the end of the episode, I like we hear some Nora Jones. The long day is over. Haven't heard that song in a while. And uh, Dawson finds Joey asleep in the library, and because uh, Amy said something about liking a guy by liking his shoes. Oh, okay. So Amy uh, Dawson asked Amy why. How do girls decide when they're going to spend the night with a guy? Yeah, she was like, "Well, it's the same way guys decide." Only, uh, what is it? We we just if we like their shoes or uh, <laughs> something. Well, something guys like don't that. think about that. But no, it's like a, a a material thing. I don't know. Anyway, it's like a. I guess if a guy cares enough about his shoes, then he. I don't, I don't know. 
Sure. Girls don't look at guy shoes, really, I don't think. That's not a thing? Not a thing. Well, Joey says that she likes Dawson's shoes. But, you know, that that worked for me. That's yep. saying that Dawson wants Joey to be the next person that he spends the night with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next episode is the Abbey. So, it's the Abbey because Alex is the villain and a terrible person suddenly. Is that it? It's just, that's it? That, That's it, I the, guess. Why would you name the episode? Sorry, if anybody who's not a part of our Facebook group, Steph is reacting to this because I posted in the Facebook group, who is the Abby? And I even <laughs> I even uh, tweeted um, the the writer, John Kasdan, to ask him, who is the Abby? Even though he's right now working on the young Han Solo movie and probably has <laughs> no time to talk Dawson's Creek. Yeah, he's like, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, why would I talk to that one person who's watching Dawson's Creek? But hey, you know, it's the last episode that he wrote. Yeah, maybe he's got some fond memories. Maybe he'll say, oh, the Abbey is this person. But then again, he might have looked at that tweet and was just like, he didn't get who the Abbey was. I, I totally screwed that up, didn't I? Because, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I just kept thinking, like, okay, if it's Amy, that's just not enough. Like, who? Uh, not Amy. Uh, Alex. 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 It's not enough. It's just. I mean, some pretty crazy stuff happens here, but I don't know. She wasn't like this beloved character who was also like you love to hate Abby. You just hate Alex. <laughs> yeah, Alex. I, the only the only goodwill Alex has is that she's played by Sherilyn Fenn. <laughs> yeah. And what is going on with... Is she trying to do a Boston accent? <laughs> Maybe. She, I think she was in Gilmore Girls. I can't remember what character she played. And she tried to do some kind of weird Northeastern accent. Hmm. And it was terrible. She was Anna Nardini in eight out of nine episodes... It doesn't say anything about her character bio. She seems to be in season six. <laughs> uh, nine actors who played two different characters on Gilmore Girls. Yes, Luke's sure. baby mama, Anna Nardini, mm-hmm. and Sasha, Jimmy's girlfriend. Yep. So anyway. Anyway, Anna Nardini is the worst. Okay. <laughs> Uh, April's mother. She's April's mother on Gilmore Girls. Ah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Luke had a child. Anyway, what were we saying? Okay. Yes, Sherilyn Finn is doing some kind of weird accent every once in a while. Right, right, right. Um, so anyway, this, this plot line was fun though. I mean, I like the whole, uh, revolt that Pacey launches and it's well-deserved because overnight we have this character turned from like just bossy to like downright inconsiderate and just horrible. You know, she's super mean to everybody. Um, and, uh, fires the single mom dishwasher with no regrets and, uh, yeah. And then Pacey goes ahead and steals all the food, feeds, gives it to the homeless, and buys pizzas, which is awesome. Which, of course, that's what Pacey does because Pacey is a. Cape side. 
What? <laughs> Sorry. He's Pacey's Boston now. Yeah, he's uh, you know, justice. He likes Pacey you is know, justice. Pacey is justice. <laughs> and you know, I was thinking about this whole Mustang thing. Yeah. I just don't buy it. That his dad suddenly now that he doesn't live at home, his dad loves him because he don't have to see him every day. Like, what is up with that? Uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I guess so. <laughs> hey, it didn't sound like it cost his dad anything. He was like, "This has been impounded, and I'm going to take it." <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think that's how it works. I, don't I think, think you, maybe in Cape Side though. You had to pay for those things. Things I mean, cost money. I mean, Nothing's there was, free. There's some sort of shady dealing between uh, Brecker and Doug back in Cape Side where now suddenly Brecker owes his little brother a job at the beginning of the season. Mm. So who knows what's going on with law enforcement <laughs> in Cape Side. Uh, so, yeah, the, the um, Alex threatens that she's, you know, that he's going to reap the whirlwind or whatever. But, uh, reap the whirlwind. Reap the whirlwind, and then, but uh, we have this uh, scene after the whole revolts where Pacey can't get his car started, and he's just like talking to Alex. Is like, what? What even happened to you? Um, and then she, just, you know, sees his car is dead and decides to give him a lift. And as she starts accelerating and the music starts picking up, I immediately started thinking about Vanilla Sky again. <laughs> you need to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Cameron Diaz, right, is, okay. is Tom Cruise's uh, uh, ex. And Tom has just fallen in love with Penelope Cruz. And Cameron is just... she's cannot... Stand the fact that he's just kind of passed her off, you know, because he's like a, a rich, uh, of, I don't know, media mogul or something. Um, and he, you know, then she pulls up in the car while he's walking back from Penelope Cruz's place in the early mornings and it's just like, hey, you know, and she's like, oh, I hate to see you walk. Let me give you a ride, you know, and he's like, all right, he's trying to be a nice guy. He gets and takes, takes a ride from her. And suddenly the car speeds up, speeds up, and uh, she starts ranting. She's like, "You know, you're you were inside of me. You that 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 that's important, you know." <laughs> and then suddenly uh, the car veers off the road, and it's a spectacular crash, um, mm. which is just crazy. Now I didn't spoil the movie. That's pretty much around the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's any different in Abres la <laughs> whatever that movie was called. <laughs> Uh, you said you saw that one, right? I think I did. Yeah. Anyway, Vanilla Sky, crazy movie. But yeah, the same thing starts happening. It's like these guys in the writers' room have been watching some Cameron Crowe this this year, <laughs> really leaning into it um, because it's almost like the same thing. Like Basie's like, holy crap, you know? He tries talking talking her down, pulls puts a seatbelt on. I don't know if Tom Cruise does the same thing. The whole thing where he's just like, "Oh, screw it," you know, and he pulls. So is this the same year? Oh gosh, you would have to ask me that. Two thousand two is when is this episode? Um, And IMDb. Two thousand one, yeah, they probably ripped it off. Because, like, when I was listening to the commentary for Waiting in the Wings. Joss said that, uh, yeah, it's obvious the last thing I saw was Moulin Moulin Rouge. Like, he he does the the last thing he saw that he liked. 
So even great geniuses yeah. rip off stuff. It's just, yeah. you know, so it I just mean, happens. And if you've, uh, if you've read any of that uh, book by Jeffrey Stepikoff, it sounds like they're pretty much flying by the seat of their pants in the writer's room for a TV show. It's pretty crazy. Uh, and so anything will fly. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I liked how dangerous this scene got and how I'm wondering if... Out of control she was. Yeah. She was just... She just lost it. And what what happens here in this this uh, this uh, part is that Pacey seems to lose it too. And I'm wondering if we're going to have some repercussions from that. You know, we had light repercussions from Joey's mugging. So I'm wondering if we're going to have some light repercussions from jo- Pacey just like... You know, screw it, and takes a seatbelt and starts like physically making like making out with her neck and stuff, getting right in her way as if to be like, screw it, you know, let's die, let's die right here. I, I, I'm not sure if I bought the Pacey doing that, but I'm. I think he was just trying to get her attention or something, just trying so. to. Yeah, maybe. Like she was, she wouldn't listen to reason. So he was going to get just as crazy as her to snap her out of it. I don't know. And then, yeah, that spinning car effect, that is that is very vanilla sky. Um, they spin around and go off. Um, um, and But I don't know. Pacey seems to come back. I, like, I wrote down in my notes that he says something like, it's never too late to try and make things right. Like he's back to giving her advice and being a, a gentle shoulder for her to cry on, you know. Where I guess if you lost your shit, maybe you want to be like that, be acting like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in the meantime, uh, Dawson, Joey, and Audrey have returned to Capeside, and I'm like, yes. Oh, uh, but we forgot to mention that something happens. We we say goodbye to uh, a couple of people before we go. The first person is Professor Wilder. Uh, like Professor Wilder in Joey's dorm room. Yeah. Okay, I just feel like that's lazy, right? Or, <laughs> or like they were stu- they were stuck. They were like, we can't. Joey's in the middle of packing. She's in a hurry. Yeah. We can't get her out in the hall to mm-hmm. run into. We, she has no reason to go to class to run into him. Yeah. Like so, he, well, he'll we'll just bring him to her. Dorm room. I, oh, that this was, story. Teachers need... don't go to kids' dorm rooms. That's <laughs> not, uh-uh, that's not right. <laughs> they're all, they're all adults now. But yeah, it's like it. It's like oh, it's the end of the season. We got to wrap every everybody up. But we gotta... was this was this was this story needed to be wrapped? I think mean, wasn't it wrapped up enough in that theater hallway between Joey and Wilder? Like, I, I guess the only thing that really like Wilder gives her. The fact that her the story she wrote in the first episode about the kiss was actually published in a literary trade or something, and and he said and he thanks her and the the that story I think she wanted to share with her father in the at the end of the episode. So maybe that's like we had to get that going. I don't know. I guess so. So her father was at the five and dime working. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. We haven't finished with Wilder yet because I gave you some bonus material. Yeah, okay. So I watched that horrendous television show. <laughs> tell, the, tell the listeners. California. Ugh, Cal- I can't even say the word. Californication. Oh, it's awful. And so 
So I gave you an episode. And David Wilder is in the episode. Written by Tom Capinos and David Wilder. <laughs> is a slime ball. Pervert. Disgusting. So I, I, I like to see that, that David Wilder, when he was, while he was at Worthington, yeah. he was very, he was very, um, Guarded like uh, uh, repressed. What am I trying to say? He was he was. Um, he wasn't so open on being a slime ball. Yeah, he was. He was on his best behavior. He was mm-hmm. treat trying to treat these teenagers or <laughs> these young ladies mm-hmm. uh, with respect and everything. And it seems like he's genuinely learned something from Joey at the end of that scene there. <laughs> And now in Californication, he shows up to uh, try to have a date with the dean, which uh, who Duchovny's character is interested in. And so, and she's married, but her husband will give her like a free pass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's Californication. It's all about the sex all the time, and most of the time, it's gross sex. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, if you watch the uh, earlier parts of the episode, uh, the, there's some really revolting stuff involving Kathleen Turner. Just, oh, God, it just totally destroyed my image of her. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, anyway, um, uh, so yeah, it's just funny. They call her, they call the character Professor Wilder. She even mentions how, like, he has a reputation for dating his students. Mm-hmm. And that he's written books, yeah, or something. So I just thought that was funny. Yeah, it is that <laughs> Dawson's Creek and Californication exist in, in the, the yes. same universe. Yep. It's true. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, it's the other person we say goodbye to, but we didn't really know that we're saying goodbye to. So should I say? I guess I've already started. Um, his, Who? His name is Oliver. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Oliver uh, is uh, still a bit of a jerk, but Dawson doesn't seem to be cutting him, have any intention to cutting him out of this L.A. deal. But uh, uh, we don't – That's this is the last episode is, his, this actor's in, so I guess uh, maybe we'll find out next season that uh, – spoiler alert. Uh, Al- Oliver got sent to the curb. <laughs> And uh, that that lovely relationship between him and Jen that was just budding <laughs> will never ever happen. Thank God. Um, again, this season, what the heck, right? <laughs> like, yeah, all this stuff just thrown right, thrown out as thrown at us. The worst season of Dawson's Creek, I gotta say, right now, worst. Uh, I mean, put it. I guess any of the other seasons. Yes, season three started off terribly. But, yeah, but ended up good. Yeah. But yeah, this and then last season there were some you know, some a weak spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, this season is all over the place. So uneven. And oh. anyway, uh da, 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 da. we go to uh we're going to Cape Side. Yay! Oh, I wanted to ask you, why is Joey and Audrey like compl- cleaning their room out completely bare? Was it mentioned that they need to when they come back to school, that they need to move somewhere else. I, well, all I could figure—I figured, uh, you know, they you move out, and then the next some the next uh, year when you come back, you're given totally different dorm rooms. Maybe, like maybe I the, don't know. maybe the college insists they do that so they can clean them from top to bottom, and then 
Yeah, it just seemed weird. I thought that kids in dorm rooms would just kind of like leave their. I mean, I've been to. I've never done the dorm room ex, dorm room experience, but um, I've had friends who have, and that they, they go home for the summer and they leave their stuff in their rooms. They bring home what they need. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Audrey wants to see Dawson's legendary room. Unfortunately, we don't see uh, her reaction to that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Joey. Joey wants to go see her dad because of the the mugging. The that whole incident made her think that she needed to see her dad again. Because the mugger was so much like her dad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we hear from another helpful security guard <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, uh, that's your favorite thing in Dawson's Creek, the helpful security guard. Uh, that quote, I wrote this down. I was like, this sounds so like 1950s dialogue. He, he Mike Potter is, quote, making a living with the five and, at the Five and Dime in Centerville. <laughs> like, so is Andy Griffith. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we got some Bessie. Uh, Audrey... Reveals to Joey that Dawson actually came down during spring break. Um, oh, wait. What episode are we on? We're on the Abbey still. Oh, geez, Louise. Sorry. Okay, so is the, so Joey came home and immediately went to work at the country club or the yacht club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's when Bess goes out to the Yacht Club and gives her the note. No, no, no. That's in the next episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Yacht Club doesn't come back to the next episode. Joey is right now going to find her dad and uh, all that stuff going on. So, and Dawson's giving Audrey a tour of Cape Side and talks about that whole first season episode where Pacey's trying to uh, nail down a date with uh, the that blonde. Uh, was it Ellie Larder? I think. In the first season, somebody. Um, you don't remember. I remember Allie Larder. <laughs> was it? it must have been, I think it was Allie Larder. Uh, but Dawson tells her the story of that, and because Joey told Dawson to keep Audrey company while she goes to visit her dad. Were you worried about this, by the way? I was. Dawson worried. and Audrey. <laughs> uh, not, Why not really. Uh, yeah. This season? Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, anything's possible this season. <laughs> um, but uh, also, what what else? Oh, Dawson visits his dad, his dad's gravesite, tells him oh, what's going on. Oh, it catches him up on everything. <laughs> so I had sex. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part was at the end of it, he's like, talk to you later, don't go anywhere. <laughs> I was like, really, Dawson? Like... What? <laughs> he hasn't even been dead a year. I don't think I, – I usually – like when I visited my father's grave in the first year, I I was just like in stunned silence. You know, I was still bruised. You know, I wasn't – talk to you later. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> like when he was alive when he would say, see, see you later, creators. Later, creators. Yeah. Later, creators. <laughs> Anyway, that's it for that episode. Uh, and uh. Except except for Jack and Jen. <laughs> Jack and Jen trying to figure out what to do with their summer. They decide they want to go to Costa Rica like Indiana Jones or Jeff Probst. <laughs> <laughs> J- 
just because they want to tell their friends later in life, oh, Costa, I've been in Costa, you know, <laughs> just to have stories. Uh, but we find out that Jen's parents are calling out for her to come spend the summer with them. And so Jen has to think about this, so she does it while singing Baba O'Reilly on the couch with her eyes closed, and she's so darn cute. Yeah, that was a cute scene. And that was the theme song to this uh, podcast episode, by the way. Bob Uh, O'Reilly. Yeah, Teenage Wasteland. Okay. Yeah. Um, But in in the end of the episode, she tells her parents it's not happening. Jack's thinking that she's not doing the right thing, but Graham's is like, listen, they're, they're your parents. If they if they want you to want to be in your life, this is not going to be their last chance to prove it. So, Yeah, there was all of this uh, so unsure, unsureness, uh, you know, like... Unsureness is a word. Okay. All of this... You know, like, you know they're not going to Costa Rica. It's not going to happen. I, yeah, I didn't know. I was I was like, I was like, really? Like, what's Jack going to do? And when we find out what Jack's going to do, I'm like, oh, okay. So we should talk about Swan Song. Okay. So this is the one <laughs> that starts off with Dawson having a dream about five years later. I actually messaged you and said... Please don't worry that this is the episode you're supposed to be watching because I was freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, did I put the season for series finale in by mistake? Oh, my God, did I upload the series finale and Steph's watching the series? Ah. Well, I knew, they all had the same haircuts. They all looked the same. So yeah. I knew that something was up. But I was like, really? He hasn't talked to her in five years. He hasn't right. been home in five years. Really? And then she's like, I'm engaged to an environmental rights attorney, of course. <laughs> and then she's like, you and me, we had our shot and you blew it. Get on with your life. Because this is sad and ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's, you know, maybe she's speaking. I mean, she's definitely speaking, you know, some of my thoughts. I mean, as much as a Dawson Joey shipper I am, there's only so many times I want to see them do this. You know, because they always bring the magic when it happens, but... It just seems less and less important when it does happen. Yeah. <sighs> uh, it's like, you know, just like saying goodbye at the airport or running to meet somebody at the airport. you got to make it special if you're going to do it more than one time. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't do the airport thing before. So at least they had that going for them. That that always works, the airport scene, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean... Matt Damon and Ben Affleck really liked watching airport scenes when they were in Dogma. So, do you remember that? That was a that was a film reference. No. Okay. No. No, you don't remember. Okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, there's there's some language in this episode. Audrey calls Pacey a dickhead, which is surprising to me. Yeah. And then Jack says, "What's up, slut?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so weird. Yeah. Um, Dawson's trying to get Lily to say her first word at the end of the episode. She says "dada," which is every baby's first word because it's so easy to say. But 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 it was, she was looking at bitch's picture. Where'd you yeah. going? <laughs> no, uh, I wasn't either. But I, I, I was like, I Mitch, enjoy that money. Yeah, I indulged in that <laughs> moment. Like, yeah, oh, Mitch. 
Um, yeah, so we, we see some of our Cape Side things. We see Larry's Fresh Fish. We see uh, the Cape Side Yacht Club. That's always fun. Uh, we see Brecker. Brecker's back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like this. Because, like, it's it's like, oh, we have to bookend yeah. this season. We have to make sure we talk to that Pacey talks to him again. And he tells Pacey how he's just like you. Yep. Oh, that's the worst. I mean, we had we had some issues when Pacey was in high school and he'd see like, you know, older guys like not getting out of Cape Side and yada yada yada. And now he's seeing like somebody like Danny's like, Listen, this is awesome. Your future's bright. Don't ever grow up or conform. This is this is the best life, you know. He was with a girl he didn't know her name. <laughs> yeah. Just like how Pacey Earlier was didn't know. Yep. Elena. Uh, what's her name? Alana. Elena. Huffman. A- Adrian. Elena. Elena Huffman. Elena Huffman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know. Her, he knew her first name, but didn't know her last name. Or, right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. See you, Brecker. We'll see you on Turned Washington Spies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, yeah, with the at the airport, Jack and Jen uh, run into Dawson and Audrey, and uh, they're sitting there bored. And then Eric shows up and talks to Jack for a little bit. Like we said, he's having a hard time coming out to his parents. Uh, and then Dawson runs into Graham's in 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 an airport. Store. <laughs> yeah. She's going to Las Vegas with her new boyfriend. Right. Right. Oh my god! Did we not? We didn't even. We didn't even mention that Dawson uh, tried to make. He made the. He tried to uh, get Joey to you know come to L.A. with him. He wants to be with her, and um, yeah, that that didn't work. Where's my notes? My notes said this somewhere. I don't remember what episode it was well, in or whatever. I, I thought it was in this episode. Okay, maybe it was earlier. No, I thought it was uh, at the end because. Uh, no, 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 Okay, no. so they, Dawson they, talks to uh, to Jen, talks her into going t- to see her parents. So she, um, yeah, her and Jack decide not to go to Costa Rica. Hmm. He, he asks. He asks Joey. Yes, th- yeah. This is after they leave Larry's Fresh Fish. Audrey leaves uh, Joey and Dawson alone, and Joey asks Dawson. About Florida, and Dawson says he went down there because he wanted to say he loves her, and then goes for a kiss, and she says, I can't do this. So, so he leaves this letter in the mailbox bring, and leaves with Audrey, and that's when Bessie gives Joey the letter, and that's why Joey goes to the airport. Yeah, and right. Bessie brings up the time when Joey was going to go to France. Yes. And yeah, so. The passport. She ended up. Yeah, she gives her a passport. Yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> it's like Chekhov's gun. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is one of those TV passports, the ones that you don't have any problem getting for somebody else without their knowing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Joey, to go inside the gate, she has to buy a ticket. Yeah. Buys a ticket. And sees Jen buying a dick ticket to New York City because Jen's decided that she's going to New York City. And so they, they're like, oh, we have two seconds. Let's apologize and hug and make it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everything's fine now. 
and the actresses whispering into each other's ears, secretly hate you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I read this quote from an interview with Michelle Williams, and I'm not sure if it's real or not or whatever. It wasn't even on a site that was uh, citable or whatever. Um, uh, where she's, Michelle Williams said something like, oh yeah, I'd love to do a Dawson's Creek reunion. Uh, the only person that I don't think uh, would be up for it would be Katie Holmes because she doesn't like fun, likes to do fun things. Uh. <laughs> Snidely says that. I'm like, ooh, ouch. So I read Did they that. not like each other? I, I read that before. I don't know. I read this and it wasn't even on a, rep, like I said, a reputable site. Uh, I read this and then I saw this episode and I, when they hug, I'm like, oh, they hate each other. Now that's in my head. I'm going to have to do more, some more research. Folks in the group, feel free to drop us. We, we asked for it before. We need all the gossip. All the yeah. gossip. Yeah. Just, it, and we don't care what, if it's just gossip or if it's yeah. a fact or if it's rumor. We like rumors. Yeah. In fact, if you're listening to this years uh, years <laughs> ahead of time um, and you want to let us know about the Dawson's Creek rumors, we're still waiting for Dawson's Creek rumors. <laughs> anyway, Audrey gets a page. Pacey's on the phone. He's like, meet me downstairs. She calls him a lazy romantic and hangs up on him. So, of course, Pacey bribes the airport guy to make a public address in this post-9-11 airport (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that he doesn't want to live without Audrey. This huge... We don't know each other very well, but I don't want to live without you. And then, peace out, everybody. Free the West Memphis 3. Oh, yeah! That was great! (laughs) Which I was like, what? (laughs) Yes! You still haven't seen the movies, have you? No, I have. I've seen them all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Paradise Lost, people. Check that out. Um, so, yeah. Pacey and Audrey go off together, driving. Jack is now helping out Eric, and that's how he's going to spend his summer to guide this uh, person through what was really hard for him to do on his own, I guess. That's what he decides his summer is going to be about. Jen is going to go to New York City so he's see her uh, parents. And uh, then we then we see Joey meeting Dawson at the gate. Um, she tells Dawson that she, he makes her life better. And Dawson wants her to come with him. And she says, this is, nope. <laughs> this is your journey. I'll wait for you. They have a kiss. And Joey tells him to go on and be good and to everybody because that's what he does. And um, if you're lost, remember, I, I love you. And then says, go on, Rain Man. Your life awaits. Yet another Tom Cruise reference. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, Todd Carr shows up in this episode. And sits down next to Jen. To Jen, make sure to tell him that his movie sucks. Yeah, because he was like, ah, you're a model or an actress. Yeah. But it looks like uh, Dawson might be looking up Mr. Todd Carr when he goes to L.A. So we'll see what that leads to. Jack is seen last getting drinks with Eric. We'll see where that goes to. Um, oh, by the way, uh, this is the last episode for the actor who plays Eric. So <laughs> that's not going to go anywhere. Uh- <laughs> um, I guess that is just it's saying more about Jack's. Yeah. 
uh, character that he helps people. He does. Uh, Lily says, Dada, Grams leaves with Cliff, Patsy and Audrey in the car, and then a pretty redhead sits next to Dawson (laughs) and says, I might grab your arm. And Dawson says, it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. And um, I wanted to say right here, Dawson is going to be feel very awkward because he is staying at Andre's house when he gets to L.A. And I'm sure he's going to be there a couple couple days earlier than Audrey. <laughs> hey, hey, Audrey's friend. Uh, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, whatever. Phillips. Uh, I know it. I can't think of it right Audrey. now. Audrey. Audrey. Uh, Anyway, you don't know me, but yeah, <laughs> I've been invited to spend the night to stay a while. No, seriously. <laughs> My name's Dawson. Listen, just talk to me for a little bit. You're gonna love me. Oh yeah, I you'll like me. Everybody else likes me. Yes. <laughs> uh, and finally, our final shot is Joey returning the ticket and then realizing maybe I won't return the ticket, and. Uh, and then credits. Because he says, "Because he says Paris is lovely in the springtime." Mm-hmm. Audrey Liddell, by the way. Liddell, yes. Nope, Liddell. Even though Joey has no clothes. Hey, where, she's okay. done it before, right? <laughs> where do these college kids get this money for these plane tickets? Another plane ticket. I know. When I was in college, I worked. When I wasn't in school, I worked. Yeah, and nobody, I had money for nothing. Nobody works. <laughs> um, you didn't fully appreciate though the fact that I, I dropped that right. Did you? Did you understand what I said there? No. What? I, I, the listeners are going to be very annoyed at me <laughs> pulling us further back in the conversation. I said she's done it before, which means uh, she's gone on a long trip at uh, <laughs> randomly without any clothes with her. What did she? Where? True love. Oh, that's true. <laughs> She's uh, resourceful, I guess. She yeah. Maybe she goes to the thrift stores and gets some second clothes. And... All right, so uh, we got to wrap this up. Okay, Season I just want to say, Dawson, uh, Dawson without a shirt on in overnight after the, hours. After hours, yes. <sighs> Better. I mean, James Vanderbeek. He's uh, he's just not attractive. Oh no! Uh, well, uh, uh, what what are the Vanderbeek fans called? Beakers, Beakers, right in. Go to the maybe Facebook it's group just that us. blondes or I'm not into blondes. Dallas is just not my type. But I was like, mm-hmm. um. Anything else you wanted to say except for this uh, just slam against J- Dawson's physique? <laughs> um, I'll just say I'm just going to say in, in his in his place. I'm going to say to you, um, you don't know my life. So. <laughs> so yeah, I can't wait to start the next season because this was this. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just yeah, I'm just, I'm just ag- weird. I'm just curious to see where they go from here. Mm-hmm. A hundred and ep- uh, hundred and four episodes down, twenty four to go, and next time uh, we don't want to wait. We have these four episodes. The kids are all right. I thought we just did that. Mm. No, 
We did not oh. do The Kids Are Alright, unless you went ahead and watched the premiere no, of season No, I did six. not. The Kids Are Alright. The song remains the same. The importance of not being too earnest. And Instant Karma. Three of those are songs. One of those is... Uh, uh, excuse me, I think one is... One uh, now, uh, Kids Are All Right is a Who album name. Uh huh. Song remains the same as Led Zeppelin's song. Uh huh. The importance of being earnest is a play. It's a play. And Instant Karma is, of course, a John Lennon song. Uh huh. So, um, I'm not sure I know any of that well enough to guess what the heck these episodes are about. I'm just. Uh, at this point, there's no way of knowing. Are we going to be in LA at the beginning of the season again? Uh, we're going to meet a helpful security guard. Gets us pointed back in the right direction. <laughs> uh, is everybody going to be... like? Jack- are we going back to Cape Side? Are we going to be in Boston? Where in the world are we going to be? I don't know. I mean, unless they all dropped out of college, they'd have to be in Boston, which sucks because I just want to be in Cape Side. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Maybe they'll, they'll do some more. Well, and Dawson, did he quit school? I don't think so. No. I thought he was telling Slimeball movie di- director Oliver that Churchick? he... Oliver No, not Oliver. Oh, Todd Carr. Todd Carr. I thought he was telling Todd Carr that he was was going to L.A. because he and he wasn't going back to school. I wonder if the school that he was at was more like a like a... Work a few months and get a like a paper degree that really doesn't mean anything, but get some experience while you're at it. I have no idea. Anyway, we'll find out. Uh, okay. Next week on uh, we don't want to wait. Do we want to talk about our plans? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention uh, those in the Facebook group uh, might have noticed that a certain uh, lady named uh, Kim. Join the group, and if you know us from our earlier podcasts, uh, Kim is uh, one of the co-hosts on Potential Cast and Redemption Cast, Lost Initiative. She's an awesome person, and she just happened to mention to us that uh, she's seen every episode of Dawson's Creek except for the last season. <laughs> so I was like, hey, why don't you come on, come on board and talk about these episodes with uh, me and stuff? So that's what she's going to do it, it, when, when she can make it, basically. that's It's kind of like an open invitation. Oh, good. It'll be good to get a you know another person's perspective. Yeah, I did this with uh, Six Feet Under too when I did a Six Feet Under podcast. So just it's kind of it kind of uh, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure it'll be just as fun as before, and we might even have longer episodes for it. But uh, what the heck? It's five more weeks, and uh, yeah, we'll rock through this and then do our. Dawson's Creek movie episodes and then jump into some Hellcats. <laughs> Is that just one season? Yes. Is it a half a season or a whole season? Oh, it's a whole season. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Cheerleaders. Get your, get your pom-poms out, Steph. We're going to have some fun. <sighs> All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. See you guys next week again on We Don't Want to Wait. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>